This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. Today, I want to share a word of the Lord to you that are listening today. And it's simply this. God told me to tell you that my hands are big enough to catch you when you fall. Let me say that again. He wants us to know that his hands are big enough to catch us when we fall. His hands are big enough to catch you when you fall. I I take this theme today from Psalms 37, 23, 24 says this in the New King James Version. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. And let me read that last phrase again. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. I share this theme today to encourage us when we find ourselves in a position where we have stumbled, when we are falling. And this scripture implies as a child of God, as a good man, as someone with good intentions, that when you accidentally fall and you stumble over something, God's hands are big enough to catch you. I share this, this, this word today because sometimes the enemy wants us to be ashamed of not being perfect. He wants us to be ashamed of making mistakes. There are many times when we are overtaken with things due to our busyness, due to our lack of consciousness of Satan's plans and devices around us. There are seasons in our life when we are overtaken by the influences of things around us and we make mistakes. And as a child of God, he wants you to know that his hands are big enough to catch you when you fall. For the scripture talks about a good man falling. Can a good man fall? Yes. Why? Because we're not perfect. We're working toward perfection. There always will be areas in our life where we're working on something. Everybody is working on something. Nobody can throw stones at anybody else because of their mistakes. Because we're all in the same situation. And that's why we need forgiveness from God. We need something greater than us to help us. And in this word today, God wants us to know that he is there Not only when we do good, but when we do bad. You see in this text, it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. It implies that God is a micromanager. He is intimately involved in every step that we take. What is a step? A step says we're we're moving either backwards or forwards. And God wants to make sure that we're moving forward into the things of life that he's planned for us. We are challenged every day with the thought that one day 
life on this earth is going to end. We've got to be careful that minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, decade by decade, that we are fulfilling God's will for our life. Because time is running out. We cannot slow down when it comes to the things of the Lord because the clock is ticking. Yes, some say, some people are saying that we are in the rapture season. Yes, there are a lot of things happening today that says we're living in the last of the last days. And for that reason, we've got to be very careful as a people of God. People anointed and appointed. Yes, dear heart, you are anointed and appointed for the relationships, the places, and things that are around you. You are there to make a difference. Why? Because Jesus is coming back. Yes. So the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And it says in the scripture, Psalms 37, 23, he delights in your way. It gives God pleasure. It makes him feel good. <laughs> yes. God is the God we serve. He enjoys seeing his people live the lifestyle that he has given them. He created you. You're his idea. He made you to bring delight into his life. And so that means it's very important for him to catch you when you fall. He upholds you with his hand. Let me read this scripture again in another version of Bible. In fact, it's the New Living Translation, Psalms 37, 23 through 24. It says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. And though they stumble, they will never fall. For the Lord upholds him by the hand. This is saying that when you find yourself stumbling, you will not hit the ground. God keeps you in his hand. You, you actually, when you stop, fall, you're falling into his hand, which makes it easy for him to hold you back up. As soon as you begin to fall, God places his hand up under you and he helps you to stand back up. I challenge you today to be patient with God. To help you stand back up. I'm a witness that it is a very uncomfortable place to be in when you lose control of a situation. But God uses it to show us how much he loves it, loves us, and how much he loves you. He is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory. He's able to do it. Your relationship with God, beloveds, is more important than any relationship you will ever have in your existence as a human being. God is greater than us. He's greater than everybody around you. And so he will use whatever means he can to bless you. Another great truth from this text from Psalms 37, 23, and 24 is that there will be stumbling blocks on our path of obedience. 
God will allow Satan to put stumbling blocks on our path. Those stumbling blocks can be family, friends, enemies. Dear hearts, Satan loves to tempt us to do the wrong things through people that we are emotionally involved with. He will use them to torment us. And because of that emotional connection, there is a tendency sometimes to allow ourselves to stay in the heat of the battle, in the heat of the attack, to live up under the pressure of being tempted to do the wrong thing. So we have to be careful of how we let people we love affect us, especially when Satan will use our spouse, our children, our siblings, our co-workers on the job. One of my favorite examples of this is the situation between Jesus and Peter. Let me read this. Uh, you find this quite interesting in Matthew 16, verse 21 through 23. It said, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. Another translation says, said it like this, Get out of my way. You are an offense to me. You are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. This text between Jesus and Peter, who attacked Jesus for doing what God had called him to do, shares this great truth that, dear hearts, sometimes we need to be honest with people that we love when they speak things contrary to God's will for our life. We've got to call it what it is. As with Peter, as with our tempters, our life destroyers, this will help them. Calling it what it is with the people we love is a step to fight to hold on to relationships. Jesus could have said, Peter, I fire you. Get out of my life, man. You're trying to pull me back into the place where Satan wanted me to go just, just to give up on God's plan for me to die for your sins, for me to be killed by my enemies. But Peter, I want you to get behind me. Get out of my way. In other words, if you can't go with me, I plan to go alone. And I really do believe if Peter had not accepted Jesus' plan, if he had continued to attack Jesus, that Peter would have been left behind. He would not have been a part of the foundation of the church. He would not have been beside Jesus as the chief cornerstone. But Jesus fought to hold on to relationships. Yes, dear hearts, in our journey on the earth, 
we will have stumbling blocks that come from people that we are emotionally connected to. And I'm a witness that can be very painful because they have some good traits in their lives that we want to keep. But there come moments, oh yes, moments, when you have to say it like it is. When people bring things to you and you know they're not the truth. When people are trying to place certain things into your life by saying them. Yes, satanic spirits will come to pull you out of God's will into a lifestyle conducive to somebody else around you. Yes, he'll make it seem cozy and warm and acceptable because you have a partner in crime. Yes, Satan likes to give us partners in sin and Peter wanted Jesus to join him as his partner to fight. We know Jesus. Peter was a fighter. He would have killed for Jesus. But Jesus said no. Their hearts, God wants you. He wants to keep you. He wants to hold you up and keep you from falling. Well, beloved, I've got to go. God bless you. Look forward to sharing it again with you all next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh.